0: And with the descending as well, as far as like pedaling through corners, you don't want to pedal through corners. You can pedal into a corner and always look to where you want to go, not to where you don't want to go. That is like the most important piece of advice I could ever give you. If you look to where you don't want to go, that's where you're going to end up. Welcome to the Beck and Siri show.
1: And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming,
0: cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self.
1: Hi there, Cam here from Team Sirius. Some great Q&A this week with Bex, Siri, and a lot of our members. Don't forget, if you want to join these chats live and ask questions, you can join the club at TriClub.com. Hello,
0: everybody. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. July July 6th,
1: July 6th, happy 4th
0: for the last two days ago, what did you guys all do for the 4th? Hopefully you had an amazing weekend, celebrating the incredible freedom that we all have, um, and enjoyed yourself and your family, so great to see you all thank you for being here tell us and what you
1: did on july 4th or what you did over the weekend something exciting that you did or that you really love we want to hear it hi Leba. hey chris i actually my exciting thing is i got to see and officially meet chris in person oh yeah you did he rode here he's looking really great actually really fit and strong and he came and met all our horses from a distance because um, i still have to be a little careful with my wife here a bit of social distancing but Hey, MC. Hey, Bertha. We've got some great Nancy questions. P. Hey, Nancy
0: P. <coughs> MC's in the house. Patrice. Hey, Patrice. Welcome, guys. Hope you had an amazing weekend. Hope you're feeling good and happy and getting through this time uh, swimming. Tell me. us what you
1: guys did over the weekend. We want to try and read a few more of your uh, comments here. So... Anyway, so we have a lot of questions to get through tonight. Do you want to say anything else? Yeah, babe, thank you before? for
0: the questions, you guys. Um, amazing. We love getting questions. Makes us feel like we know exactly what we can give you that you want. So, yep, and I know um, MC put a survey out too to ask about the workouts because we did take away some of the chord sessions. So
1: MC is going to let me know how we went. With the statistics on that, because right now we only have yoga with the amazing Dan, who, by the way, Siri, Dan. athlete of the week. Yay, Dan, Dan I'm <coughs> he's so sorry, athlete of the week. Congratulations. He so deserves this. I don't even know if
0: he knows that he's athlete of the week, so I hope that he knows. Yeah, Dan, like, amazing. Thank you for your contribution to the team. Thank you for your just uh, being such an inspiration to all of us. Congratulations. We're so happy for you. Oh, Chris's highlight was meeting me. He said meeting himself first, and then he changed <laughs> it
1: to meeting me. <laughs> and so the fireworks, we didn't actually get – I saw fireworks in the distance, but we're lucky out here because it scares the horses. So I worked hanging out with friends, chilled, hiking. Exciting weekend of swimming <laughs> tethered. Yes. Indoor trainer bike. We want to see some videos of this. Hi, t- Megan. tethery swimming, Megan. We want your tips on what you think is the best way to set the tether up because I know that – um, Brent Hayden. By the way, you guys, 15 people have bought his chorus and if you have, amazing. please let us know um, what you thought of it because I think it was amazing. So we want to hear about that. I've been doing some more swim posts lately, so we want to hear all about that. Um, but with the tether, I think he said you tie it around your waist and it goes so it's behind you on your um, on your hips, but from the back. So yeah, it's really, it's a, you don't want to put it on your feet. It's almost impossible to swim with it on your feet or on your ankles or anything like that. Yep. So okay we'll go into questions spent some days at winter park nice hey clark how are you hi Hi, jillian (coughs) so some people have been out swimming in the lake that's awesome so we're going to do the first question siri um dan's question is this is a good one descending on the bike should we continue to pedal or coast some descents are steep and you go fast it's hard to keep the little legs going also, what's your advice on riding on the flat course when you literally pedal all day long without any rollers to break it up a little bit? So I can answer the first part.
0: Okay, I'll answer no, the you second part. You answer the second
1: part first because you're, you're better with the flat stuff, I reckon, for sure. I
0: would say on the flat part, you know, there's no rule that says you have to go the whole 90K or 180K in the bars without moving. You know, do what you need to do to stay comfortable and to be able to access all your power. And if that means getting out of the saddle you know a minute out of every 10 minutes then great do that or if you need to stretch whatever it is know that the key it's like getting a bike fit you can get a bike fit where you are so incredibly aerodynamic but you're so uncomfortable that you can't even that you have no power in your legs we don't want that so flat course does get uncomfortable because you're in that same position the whole entire time Move around if you need to. Give your body what it needs to stay comfortable, strong, and able to tap into its full potential.
1: Yep, agree 100%. And Sarah used to tell me, like, when there's turns and there's a chance to get out of the saddle, like, get out and, like, not sprint, but pick your cadence yes. will come up naturally if you're in the same gear. When you get out of your seat, you just have more power because you are got your <coughs> really weight behind you. So um, get out of the seat. Pedal a little bit, stretch out. I used to stretch out, like, I don't know, every 10, 15 minutes, I think, just a couple of pedals just to lift my body up and out and relax my back a bit, and I had a bad back as it was. So I would say it's almost better to get up. Um, You don't lose much speed. You probably won't lose any if you do it properly. Take a few pedals out, stretch it out, and then sit back down. And you can do it. You can stretch your back while you're pedaling and you're in the bars still. Like especially on the downhills, I used to stretch my lower back to the side, my hamstrings while I was descending. Um, On the descending, um, I think my favorite tip came from, um, oh my gosh, who was the Uber biker who lives in Kona that we're friends with? Chris Lieto. Chris Lieto said to me, Um, I was so scared of the winds in Harvey because they were like, I remember Siri was on the moped one year. That was 60 miles an hour and the moped lifted up and back down. And I was out training that day. I thought if this happens in a race and funny race mode, you don't really get as scared. but I was so fearful. And Chris said, relaxing your hands is easy to say. It's hard to do, but relaxing your hands on the hoods. Um, you have, more, I think I have more control in the hoods than the bars, but a lot of the guys will staying in the aero bars, like, I don't love that. I want to be on my hoods, but as that's all personal preference, Woo! I thought it was going to fall. Um, <laughs> it's closer now. That's good. Yeah. Um, but, um, he was saying that, um, once you run out of gears and you're free pedaling, like down Harvey, you're doing like, you know, 50 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour, you run out of gears. You just will, like everyone does. You hold your knees and grip your knees with the top tube. but that stops any, uh, it hopefully stops any speed wobbles Um, so grip your legs onto your top tube and just stay light In your wrist, don't grip too hard and uh, relax your hands that was one thing he told me but the idea he did say to us I remember you asking him it was um, and you knew this was keep torque on the pedal as much as you can like you're better off to keep pedaling if you can unless you run out of gears completely but the torque on the pedal is also what keeps you stable and if you can't get the torque on your pedal you hold your top tube with your knees yeah
0: and that's in really windy conditions Um, so super important you guys and with it descending as well as far as like pedaling through corners you don't want to pedal through corners you can pedal into a corner and always look to where you want to go not to where you don't want to go that is like the most important piece of advice I could ever give you if you look to where you don't want to go that's where you're gonna end up so look to where you want to go inside inside leg up And yeah, you don't want to be pedaling through the turn. Oh, I see people do that. I'm like, Ah! oh my god. Or their
1: left pedal's down on a left corner, and it's gonna hit. Like that's that's happened to me when I popped up too quickly, and the pedal hits, and then you're in trouble. So so don't do that. That's a good tip because some people don't really know that. We just think that you know you guys would know but yeah left side you want obviously people are probably laughing thinking this is just basic but left turning left left pedals up turning right right pedals up and descending like someone taught me miles stewart actually he was an amazing athlete was if you're really t- tight left you actually want to put a little more weight um on the right outside leg if you're turning left mm-hmm. on a steep descent and the, and the left hand can kind of put a little more weight on the left just to get that leverage that weight more to the left so and then on the right you'd have your right pedal up weight on your left leg and a little more pressure on your right hand but mostly the body weight stuff is with your legs and your hips so moving your body weight but yeah left leg if you're turning right the weight should be on the
0: outside leg all the weight on the outside leg when you're turning. and one last piece of advice for descending you guys sit back on your seat yes it's gonna make you feel so much more in control um so always scoot back a little bit on your seat when you're descending you're going to feel a lot more confident oh
1: my god there was one athlete I won't name them but I remember that you used to train with us ages ago and she would stand up off her seat butt off her seat with both legs even descending on corners and I was like what are you doing who is that oh I'm not gonna say that. how did I her. allow that it was you remember if you, and you maybe you didn't coach her but um anyway I, I don't, wouldn't have you I would don't have do taught. that just don't do that okay I don't know that might have been a bad habit but um okay Bertha this is one for you Siri Siri I have two questions that came into mind during the long training from the weekend. What's the proper rate of kicking during a race? I love this question. I had a swimming coach that told me triathletes shouldn't kick while swimming. Two, what's the advice
0: when you go? Okay, let's do one first kicking in the swim. (coughs) Okay. um, They're kind of half, they are half right. The the kick is super important for maintaining rhythm, number one. I use the kick, and even my Ironman athletes, um, we do a lot of sprinting in our training with very strong kick, that is to get off to a fast start so that you can get away from any slower swimmers beside you that could slow you down. Um, You wanna kick harder as you go into a buoy to get around it quicker, kick hard coming out of the buoy. But aside from that, when you're on a straightaway, it's just maintaining rhythm. So there's no stroke rate, kicking stroke rate that we abide by. You shouldn't really be conscious of it. It should be something you
1: think about. It should just
0: maintain rhythm with your kick and use that kick anytime you need to sprint, whether it be the start of the race going into a buoy, coming out of a buoy, or coming into the finish. Yeah,
1: but if you're hopefully you're getting some strength with, obviously, MC swim sets, um, that upper body strength, that's all there. And with a wetsuit, it's so much easier to get that um, high cadence and not have to use your legs. But another thing with that is with wetsuits is people, I see them wearing them right down to their ankles. And Loretta Harp's Perfect example, won a series of very dear friends who she coached to a silver medal, and she coached for a while, and she also was a world champion. Um she used to cut her wetsuit at her knees because she wanted her legs to be under the water because we don't see swimmers with their knees and legs out of the water it's just their feet so i think cutting your wetsuit or having your wetsuit just no higher than like mid-calf like you've really got to either yank
0: it up or cut it off because yeah, you don't want okay. your feet above the water <coughs> and one yeah that was great advice Back. last thing who has felt that feeling when you get out of the swim and it's like, you can't feel your legs <laughs> for like the first five K you can't feel your legs. Is that from the witsuit? It is because you, all your blood has mm. come to your upper body. So it is so important in the last 400 meters or so of your swim. That's when you want to really add yes. some more kick, get the blood Love. flow going into the legs and the feet, and you will avoid that problem altogether. So, Strong, stronger kicking. Last four hundred meters or last two hundred meters. At least get the flood, blood, blood, blood flow. flow, going, and you won't have those dead legs feeling. Yeah, perfect. Um, and the second part
1: Bertha's asking is, I love all her questions. They're always great. What's uh, the advice when going on the bike on a flat course, but with a lot of wind against you? So really nothing really changes with your actual bike cadence or anything. But should we have less resistance or the same resistance?
0: So basically, Bertha, you're going to change your gears just as you would if you were climbing a hill. Because when you have a a big headwind, it's basically like climbing a hill. It's the same exact. Just um, use your gears. You have to recruit the same muscles. It's going to require the same amount of strength. So just what you would do feeling that same resistance going uphill, do that on the flat that's why rpe and feel is so important yes. not power not numbers cadence
1: and rpe because all you want to focus on like Siri said is just keep the cadence the same like and that's easy to do like seriously just spin up left hand canyon just spin up toward it it's like you can't spin up there <laughs> but that yeah. was just her trying to stay positive but you want to keep the same rpm so and if it's a, even if it's a really strong wind like it doesn't really matter what, really i wouldn't focus on what gear am i in Let's try and keep my cadence. The cadence is the only thing you want to try and keep the same, and it's your ideal race cadence. And, and it's adjust tough, your gears accordingly. on the flat. Yeah, adjust accordingly. So don't look at the yeah. gears or, you know, what's my power? Like, I'm 84. I'm going to use whatever gear I can to get to that 84. And sometimes with a massive headwind or heels, you're going to go lower. You're going to go 70, 75. Like, that might be the case. But try and get
0: as close to your cadence, your ideal cadence as you can. Right. So, Bertha, if your ideal cadence was 82... And you were down and you're riding into this big headwind and your cadence drops to 76, then go in an easier gear. Try to get back closer to that 82 mm. ideal cadence. Or if you're at 88, add more gears, push through it, use your strength a little bit more. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that's a great
1: question. Though. And Anna's asking, uh, what about with the tower wind? Exactly the same thing. Like drop it down a gear, drop into your biggest. Yeah. Sometimes you might run out of gears with a massive tower wind, but, but get it into a gear where you're pushing. You don't ever sit up and go, oh, I'm going to spin easy now. No pressure on the pedals because it's a tower wind. No, it's always pressure on the pedal. So go for cadence. Go for that ideal cadence. Drop your gears down to a bigger gear. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Nancy yes we're doing the 10k we were deciding on whether we do a half or Olympic or something but there's just so much going on with all of us right now I think we're just gonna start our 10k on Monday so I wanted to give you guys a couple of easy weeks but we were not honestly the truth is I wasn't organized enough to get a 10k run plan done so it's Monday we're starting so yeah that's for everybody yeah. awesome and that's all free for the club you guys don't need to pay it for a program or anything Scott for someone who has been cycling for less than a year oh this is Scotty he came to our camp um, less than a year what are some of the progressional stages of growth or signs that you're getting better this is great because obviously he doesn't have power so I love that he can't look yeah, at that anymore. awesome so this is where we can give him some advice there
0: um okay so for the bike first. oh for the bike okay so for the bike I would say being able to um like strength for me is something that's so very important and when we start doing big gear work like I usually start people at like 75 cadence and that's quite hard and their body gets tired from that. But if you're able to be doing like your big gear efforts at 60 cadence, really grinding and using that strength, that's a great indicator that you're getting so much stronger on the bike. Now you add in, we'll go back and forth. Yeah. Maddie. And I
1: love it that you don't have power. Normally people would look at power for that, but they've got to remember that their weight can change too. So always divide it by your weight. But I would say, um, yeah, just climbing like are you in a bigger gear does it feel easier um, and if it is 75 feels like oh my legs are adapted then go down to 70 65 60 55 like you always be hopefully I think you're on our, you're on, coached by one of our coaches anyway so you should be able to see those um,
0: those progressions um, I'm just trying to think what else like I think learning the time trial like being able to truly stay in master, the position, yeah. stay in your ideal cadence and being able to, you know, gear accordingly to that and keep it really consistent, that's gonna be a sign of your progress that you're making. Um, Feeling better, covering longer distances, not, you know, taking less time to recover from those long rides, less time to recover from those hard efforts. Um, And basically, you'll just feel stronger. You'll feel more confident. You'll feel uh, like you can manage the sessions with a lot less effort than you would have before
1: and i would say if you're not noticing any difference there's probably needs to be a tweak in your training because you should feel it like if you're doing a climb a year later and you feel well it's all relative because you can be under extreme fatigue too but if you're constantly feeling like oh my god i'm getting slower and slower, and slower then i doubt you would be honestly with a team serious coach a plan but there's something maybe needs to be adjusted, do i need to do more sports specific strength work and that's another question we had was shouldn't i be in the gym doing gym work and it, and it, some people, maybe, maybe, but if this person has a goal to do an Ironman in November, they're just getting cracking now, training, they're not coming from a big base, don't waste your time in the gym. Siri, what are our strength-specific sessions? Because I know some people can afford to, they only work a couple hours a week and they're in different phase. but if you have a goal for an Ironman in November and you're saying, I want to get in the gym now and it's July, we have August, September, we have 16 weeks. So now is not the time to be wasting time in the gym.
0: Yeah, uh, every the strength that we do, now we'll do mobility, we'll do core work, And that kind of stuff but the strength that we get is sports specific that means paddles in in the pool and bands in the pool where you're really having to pull more water and that's developing more strength Um, on the bike using the big gear doing a lot of hill work uh outside on the run doing more hill work again hill work hill work hill work work is Mm -hmm. amazing you don't want to do it every other day but that's what's going to build your strength one of my favorite sessions ever is to send my athletes, have them run up a mountain, and I pick them up at the top. And we don't run back down, it's just purely a strength session. But that sport-specific strength is what's going to serve you on race day. And when we do our strength work on the bike, I like to have it so that you're doing it in your aero bars. You have to be doing and it. And that way no, you're building You build- have to be doing well, it your you <laughs> uh, So that you're building strength in the position that you're gonna be racing in. So that's how we get our strength, guys. It, Uh, prevents injury. I mean, so many people go into the gym and try and add these big strength sessions on top of all the work that they're doing, and that can cause injuries, and especially if you're not doing it with the right technique. It's just, it's unnecessary. We get such great strength benefit, (coughs) sports specifically. Sports specifically. So my wife needs have dry cough today she's getting yeah, rid know. of I'm getting sorry. rid of her pneumonia. It really is. I'm so much better, you
1: guys. I don't know why I've had this. And this cough is how attack. I know it's not contagious because she's had it for like three months and literally will cough in my face <laughs> and I'm like, she does not contagious. Like, I'm doing pneumonia. so much better. You this can't is catch just pneumonia yeah. yeah, this is random. Um um Scott also wanted to apply that to swimming and running. And I think swimming and running is easier because you just look literally you can look at the clock for swimming. You know if you're improving. yes and this, You need to know, guys, you've got to think like a swimmer. Like I had one guy say, I said, Well you know, what's your cycle for 3100s? I don't know, I take five seconds. And I said, well, do you think Michael Phelps would just guess, oh, I'm just going to take five seconds of rest? No, you've got to think like a swimmer. You've got to know what you're coming in on. You've got to know what cycle you're going to be hitting. So you've got to know your times. You've got to think like a swimmer. Use the freaking clock. Don't use your garment. I swear to God, we Siri has smashed Rini's garment before. Don't <laughs> yes, wear a garment in the pool. If you don't have a clock, have a stopwatch at the end that you can see or buy a freaking 20-buck big clock to put at the end of the pool. And think like a swimmer. And Use that to work out where you are in the swim. And the best way we do with our we do like a 400 time trial. So, Scott, I would be doing like timed hundreds. Always know your times because you're not going to know you're improving if you're just looking and saying, I'll take five seconds rest. Like, know your times, know what you're coming in one, know your cycle. If, if they said to you, like they did the series first race, what what's your 100 cycle? And series like, I what have no 20? Idea. Like, no idea. You should know what your 100 cycle is. What's your 100 you cycle? This
0: guy. I just found this a friend of mine just sent this to Type me. Type if you know who this day. is. Type, Type in if you know, not you guys know who I am. Uh-huh. But this guy always knew his cycles. That's how oh, he got everybody better. does. Like you should
1: know your cycles. So anyway, and the running of obviously um, running you'll know because you hopefully doing some work, cadence work and some efforts on the treadmill and you always know by feel feels the best way like you'll feel better running like you'll just feel it but you also obviously with running you're going to know by your pace um if you are wearing a Garmin or just by your efforts on the treadmill um your
0: speed and another just super simple way like what i've been doing with my walks you know i go for hikes and i have a loop and when i first started doing this hiking loop um it took me like I don't do it every day, She's but so, it took she, me like an hour. She does hour. wear
1: her garment,
0: but she doesn't look at it. I, I'm, it's, yeah, I, I kind of have Distance. to, guys, because I'm recovering. recovery. But um, the first time I did this hike, it took me an hour and 15 minutes. Um, and the other day, I just happened to look to see how long it took, and Beck came and said, oh, my God, you're finished so early. And like an I cut 10 minutes off. Boom that's how you know that you're making progress so if you have an easy loop that you go and do your 30 minute jogs on um as long as you're not doing suddenly complete fatigue well yeah and you have to be honest like you you go that easy pace go michael phelps yes yeah go go that easy pace on your 30 minute easy loop and suddenly you look and it's like wow i'm back in 28 minutes i must be making progress and here's a question i want to answer because i never forget my first experience with time
1: trial bars i was terrified and I was just thinking oh time trial bars, they're easy oh to get my God, no they're not they're horrible. so, and I don't want to scare you but, but it's really hard to get used to because is. you feel like you don't have any control, I remember I got them on just before the race, hadn't tried them, I didn't use them because I was so terrified but I think the setup of them is really important. Like you want to make sure your your thumbs are just over the end of the of the like say the end of the bars. You want to make sure your pads aren't in like you're not young for day no, You know we don't we all can't time trial like in a good position like this. You want to be comfortable. You want to be shoulder width, not shoulder width apart, but comfortably apart. You want to make sure your elbows at the end of the elbow pad. Your weight supported and practice on your trainer. Honestly, just practice, practice, practice on your trainer all the time. And when you practice, like practice like looking ahead.
0: Don't look down. You've got to be looking ahead all the time. Yeah. What
1: else, Sarah? Oh,
0: I mean, I used to I used to fall at stoplights. You know, <laughs> I, I was the person that couldn't click out, uh, that would get nervous in my arrow bars. I mean, I would have, my crashes were always pretty much from a standstill. So, practice it's something you flat. just need to get yeah. used to. And and you be... don't corner around, you don't corner on your TT bar. Some people think they should, but you don't. And be, and just be patient with yourself. Yeah, on the flat. And, and stay relaxed, because the more tense you get, the harder it's going to be so just take a deep breath and be relaxed and that's just that's a practice. great question though because for me i didn't even think about
1: that but then i remembered back to my first experience oh my god i felt like i was so wobbly but i don't yeah. think i had them set up very well so send us a picture or video or put it on here we'll have a little look because i think the stability for the cockpit is really important to have that control too like you don't want them just
0: randomly you want to feel in
1: control for sure yeah so i hope that helped you gillian hello marie hill bertha says thank you liba doesn't have a cadence meter so liba i would absolutely invest in one best investment but until you get
0: one but get one tomorrow but until then uh you can count your cadence for 15 seconds she said she doesn't use anything i know but she can on her own if you just have a regular stopwatch count your cadence for 15 seconds how many right pedal strokes multiply that by four and that's your cadence Got good it. tool to have that you can do on your own. You got to
1: know your cadence, guys. Yeah. That's the only thing that should stay the same. So I would say, Liba, you got to get a cadence yeah. meter. Megan um, has a question. Wait, on there's more here again. If we find a good day, do the hind parts ever get used to the pain? What? Meg says, do the hind parts ever get used to the? The pain of the saddle Well, I think you must you might need a bike fit then, Meg. or get looked at something because I remember your seat you had an ISM. Not that there's anything no, you haven't met
0: Megan yet. Oh, that's not your Megan. That, oh. This is my Megan. Oh, but, but you, you haven't to met you this camp? Megan. Oh, okay. Two
1: that's right because the other Megan came to the camp and her seat was slightly down. But I feel like if you have issues and you're not feeling that comfortable, um, and this is your athlete, Megan, yes, she can send me a Megan. video because. There are so many combinations of seats and... Hi, no, Megan. It's why Megan. Okay, I got it. Um, so Siri's Megan. Um, Send so us a video because you should be comfy, hun. Like, you should be able to get a seat and get that cockpit, um, that seat position where your butt doesn't really feel it. And you shouldn't also have to wear, and this is something Siri's brought up before, you shouldn't have to wear really, really, really thick bike pants and thick pads to make it feel good. You should be basically be able to wear... Not swimmers, but a little thin, thin padding like they do in tri-suits, and that should feel comfy. And if it doesn't, you gotta change you might need to change up the seat or the angle of the seat or something to do with the seat position, like maybe it's too wide, too broad, like there's some amazing new saddles out there. So I would totally look into that. Because you not that it's when you're TTing, like mine just would go numb. Like it really does hurt, but the other pain in my legs just took over the pain I was feeling on my on that part. So yeah. I have a secret.
0: Um, it's a, this green,
1: oh no, you going tell them about bag
0: bomb. b a g b a l m. Um, it saved my life. Um, so you put it's, that
1: on there, so it smooths, smooths it. You'll like see a, some
0: athletes. You know how vaseline. athletes. Or vaseline. MJ
1: used to put her hand in her pants. Mackenzie Jones yeah. at the front put vaseline, and she used to do Bonjela, which is the teething cream, on the front. Sorry, guys, on the front part of her, so that she didn't feel anything. And me and Belinda did it one year, and it was the worst. Well, it was great for the race because you couldn't feel anything, but ripped to shreds after. So, not yeah. a good idea. But bag bomb <laughs> is safe
0: and it really balm saved my you. Bag bomb is what life. they use on cows, but people can use it yeah. too. It's like, like a big thing of Vaseline because you Give it a have try. a little It'll bit of rip, friction. Take a lot, stick it down there, you're going to be so much happier. <laughs>
1: this just became R rated. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I hope that helped, Megzy. But feel free to send us a video or maybe look at your saddle position, our saddle setup. Uh, virtual transition clinic oh that's a great idea great idea i think someone who could do that would be maddie i think maddie i could totally do it too but i think maddie and mel mitchell, mel mitchell. oh my god yeah. okay For, oh. I'm, I'm gonna put mel mitchell yeah. on this and i'm gonna get maddie to do it to an mc too because we're all different but i think mc i'm not sure if she puts her shoes on her uh pedals yet but hopefully she does but mel mitchell transition queen, this chick was 16 year old, racing against Mickie Lee Jones, in and out of transition, like a flash, she was fearless. She'd jump on her bike, and and there's other ways you can do it to progress, so maybe we have all three of our coaches demo this, I'll demo it too. I think that's an amazing idea. Yeah, amazing idea. idea. Great Great idea, idea, Janet, we're gonna do it.
0: Siri was the freaking queen. No, I was not. Yes you were, you'd come out first. oh, Oh, I was good, bike to run, Yeah, bike to run was my thing, yeah. I, so, thank you. But um, the swim to bike, I was not one of those flying mounters. <laughs> she says, Janet Dixon, good, uh, Beck says, good idea. I practice every brick
1: and getting ready for Ironman literally pack bags and donut. And donut for real? <laughs> she gets to eat a donut oh that's awesome but you should um the good thing is the good way to practice is to keep your feet uh your shoes clicked onto your pedals i do think it's a lot quicker to have your shoes on your pedals especially with a long transition run like if you're trying to run in your cleats and slipping all over the place and then trying to click in and it's you know it's just a nightmare i would always leave your shoes clicked into your um pedals and every time you get on the idea is like you see a lot of people putting their heads down and that's where they get into trouble you want to do it blind like as in like you look you don't you just go by feel like you can feel where your foot needs to go so feel it feel where it's going put your foot in and keep your head up like where we have trouble and people as you see crashing in transitions so they look down at their foot like you don't need to look so when you get off the bike Keep your foot clicked in. Keep your shoe clicked on. I Just take your foot out of the shoe while it's clicked in and keep looking up and practice doing that. I think Siri actually told me that. Keep your shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. Rafi, I want to see you doing trip. We get to find a car park. It's all all done in steps.
0: I'll go through it since we're talking about it now. It's all once you get on your bike, start pedaling, get up to speed. My feet are on top of my shoes. I'll start pedaling, go up to speed, put one foot in the right shoe, pedal again. Mm Left foot in the left shoe, pedal again. Right strap over, pedal again. Not left strap, to do strap. Nope. nope. Left strap over. You'll never crash this way because you're always being but able look to look up. ahead. But you're so you do it, it in steps, but you want to keep getting back up to speed in between each step. That's the safest way to do it, and it's actually very efficient. I'm not going to argue because I raced RTU and I was terrible, so I'll let Siri have that one. Okay, yeah. thank
1: you. <laughs> uh, Michael Phelps, yes, yep okay juliet i hope our tips help though let us know let's show us your setup on your cockpit because that's important with stroke master paddles my favorite too do you suggest following the color size guidelines or size down i'm always undecided between the sizes that says masters or female collegiate laura i don't know the sizes so i would normally go up a size even i don't know the sizes so if you can post them tell me but so you go upper size. Yeah, I, I think I'm meant, meant to get orange, but I use the blue. But then the colors have all changed. So <coughs> I always use – you've got to use bigger than your hands. That's the whole point. Like you want to have slightly bigger than For your hands. For strength hand. building. Yeah, you want to have slightly bigger than the hand. The good thing about Stroke Master, not that we get a kickback. They're just great paddles. Like they have holes in them, so it's not the same pressure. Um, it's very – it's kind of it, – it, it's like in between of wearing these big fat paddles that are – all one piece without the holes and there's going it's gonna pull on your shoulder a little bit more pressure on your shoulders like i feel like the whole ones you can go a little bigger with because they've got the holes yeah aerated agree.
0: so and they're great yeah, because you a feel sizes. for the water but you're also being able to build strength because they're bigger than your hand which is great yeah yeah
1: megs might need a different saddle yes we, we, we can talk about that for her for sure siri yeah um transition clinic oh gosh we're going to be getting some you wait till you see melanie mitchell in i'm telling now this chick was like two time well three time national champion she was 16 and racing the big wigs the olympic um champions and she was getting top tens in world cups as a 16 year old it's never i've never heard of that other than maybe Nicola Spirig, but she wasn't getting top 10, so Amazing. She's. Just, but
0: I am also putting my money on Maddie and MC. Now I haven't no, seen I know. them transition I in see a while. It. We'll gonna see. Smile. I'm
1: I'm going for Mel being the being the guru. No, but the thing is, be hard to be. Mel will be at a level where you can't really go straight to that because she's going to be jumping on her seat, and I wouldn't recommend that if you're not used to doing transitions and because yeah. it, you can really hurt yourself. And so no need. yeah, No well, need. for ITU, unless you're
0: racing ITU.
1: Well, for pros, Mel and MC and are going to save time yeah. running and jumping on their seat uh, let's see let's see let's see okay so we have some more questions on here you guys great great questions no oops okay so we have a couple more um hilly bike chorus what is the best position to climb in a tt on a tt bike tt position seating or standing on the pedals and if there is a position
0: of the body and feet that helps climb more efficiently I can say one thing here. So it's going to totally depend on the type of hill it is. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing you can do when you focus on pushing through your big toe, like visualize all your power, your strength going through your big toe, that will ensure that your glute muscles are activating and being used, and that's going to lead you to climbing stronger. So that's one tip. Yeah,
1: I would say that it all depends on the hill. Yeah, as as long as, uh, if you can stay in your bars as long as possible, with, as we said, the cadence comes right back in again. So I know we're nailing cadence tonight, but um, you want to try and keep the same cadence. So if you can keep the same cadence in your bars as long as you can on a rolling hill, do that. Focus on that. Stay in the bars for as long as you can with that cadence. And if you have to get out of the bars and on your drops or on your hoods because it's getting more inclined and uh, and you need to... um, be more in a seated position, still trying to do the same cadence, and then I would just stay in your bars as long as you can. And then as it gets steeper, you want to be starting to sit back a little bit more and just keep using your gears. But um, it all depends on sort of, I guess. I can say no. Something. We'll just wait for a sec. I'm finished um, getting. You're asking about getting out of the seat, but it's all relative to if you've developed that strength. People that have yes. developed that strength, they're going to stay in their seat longer. But I would not you're going to use more energy getting out of your seat than you are seated because your heart rate's going to go up you're using more you are using your body weight more so you may get uh, the advantage for a little while but it's going to act it's going to elevate your heart rate so get out for a little bit then try and stay seated as much as
0: you yeah. can no that's 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 awesome <laughs> me. I was going just... to just say like obviously if you're in your aero bars and your back is cramping like don't right. force yourself Again, give your body what it needs to perform at its best. But Beck's right, your heart rate's gonna go up when you get out of the saddle. Um, like when you see the tour guys attack, they're out of the seat, but then they get back in the seat, yeah. so. So you can you know, make those adjustments, but know that uh, you'll be strongest in your aero bars and fastest. Now, if you're racing a course like Nice, a lot of people rode their road bikes. They didn't even ride their. Yeah, it's really bikes. hilly. It's a. If it's bigger. super hilly and gnarly descents, you'd be better off uh, on a road bike. Ti rode. He's
1: on Boulder um, yeah. Olympic course. Um, But because those guys are so freaking strong in their bars, a lot of them time trial up the hill in their TT bars. But that's where it comes in where there's different athletes that are used to it. They're so strong. Like the stronger athletes and the one that conditioned are going to stay in their TT bars longer. So I would say the best thing for that is do your strength work, do your hill reps because that's going to help so much being able to stay in your TT bars. The longer you can, the better. So, Yeah. yeah. But again, go by feel, go by cadence. Um, Karen's asking about snorkel. She wants me to use it more. And you could use your snorkel. I think,
0: like, the, the, what are the advantages of
1: the snorkel, Siri?
0: I think the snorkel is amazing because you can focus on just your stroke uh, without having to worry about your breathing. So it really allows you, and, and like Ellie Salthouse, nearly every warm-up will warm up with a snorkel. And um, it's just a great way to connect with your stroke. Uh, and also, it's it's hard. Like, when you start using a snorkel for the first time it's really hard and it really challenges you and so it helps with your breath control as well when you can master using the snorkel you can know that your breathing swimming is going to be at a whole new level i would warm up with the snorkel anytime you can like
1: like it's so good and she's asking about what it's for so it's it's good for controlling your breathing it's really good for looking at your stroke and you can see where your hand's entering a little bit better um you don't have to worry about rolling to breathe or anything like that and you can really focus on where you're entering um yeah a lot of it heads down more you can see you can see your hands enter the water better it's really good yeah for controlling your breathing so i think anytime you can use it use yeah awesome it. Can, tool and please awesome use tool. that anytime for warm-up karen i think it's great um patrice most people are back in the pool but i have only been doing open water swimming and wondering if i should start off with structured sets once back yes, yes uh,
0: absolutely <laughs> you know what i would have you do all of you that's all you need structured sets 25s 40 oh, 40 25s exactly three just fast gave. one easy 60 25s 80 25s one 120 um, build up each week yeah 25s get back to the 25s they're yeah. so incredibly good for you because you
1: probably notice if all you've been doing is open water that first probably rate. yeah your stroke rates drop probably a lot and you may have i've picked up a funky left hand crossover because i haven't been the pool a lot. i noticed that so the best way to get the stroke rate up to get a feel for the water and to force you to have a good stroke is the band only like do lots yeah. of 25s mix it up but yeah we just had mel just had our, our new guy in cam if he hears this He's, uh, he said he's been doing swim blocks, doing 12K a week. And I said, that ain't no serious swim block. <laughs> no, it's not a swim block. <laughs> so we're getting him to 16. But as you guys know, our swim block's like 20, 30K a week. And the first lot of sessions, I said to Mel, this is why I love her. She's so on par with the training is let's get him doing like 20, 40, 60, 80, 125. So I was like, yeah.
0: boom.
1: Okay, yeah. perfect. Um, we have one more question, Siri, um, or two more Uh, what's the strategy for open water swimming when the water temp is 90 or above? I only lasted 20 minutes this weekend in the Gulf. Oh, you swim in hot water. I can't believe it's that hot. The water's 90. That's not even, that's wait. This is, uh, oh,
0: the water temperature's 90. How could it be? Yeah. In in Florida, it can be. 90 degrees. Um, so here's, this just makes your hydration that much more important. Before going into it, you yeah. want to make sure that you are fully hydrated crazy. before starting your swim. I would not wear a cap. I would just wear your goggles, and you know you you just uh <laughs> not much to say. You just no, have to probably really hard. ease off a little bit.
1: Um, it's very, I, I don't even know if they would allow a race to be in nine degree water. So you probably don't have
0: to worry. Well, they actually much. did Claremont. We had a national mm-hmm. championship. Back many, in the day, yeah,
1: when you were tough and that used to be... And uh, the water was like
0: it. 90 it's degrees, smart, so though.
1: yeah. I would say t- if 20 minutes, like that's going to dehydrate you so much. I would try to only eat that because if you're exhausted after 20, if you're doing that all the time, like I would try and find a cooler lake or... A, well, you're in Florida, but try and find a pool because that's going to destroy you for the other training as well because you sweat yeah. so much. Yeah,
0: so crucial, go in fully hydrated and as soon as you finish you drink, hydrate drink, drink, again that's going to be the key as far as, well. as feeling as good as you can for it and recovering from it okay best now we'll have different
1: opinions on this so i want these guys to tell us what their favorite pedals are here too like the coaches if they're on too um best because this is definitely personal chris and i saw chris's shoes they're so nice but best clipless pedals spd sl look speed play i have been a part of speed play cult for 20 years It is a time to replace my mind due to wearing was wondering what your don't change i would go speed play because i feel like they've got a lot of adjustments um i don't know but the the thing that i always wonder is the surface area on a speed play is so small like i just uh, that's a good question for ivan because i just feel like the more surface area and support you have under your foot surely is
0: better but i don't know i'm not like a bike fit expert so i I don't know i used all of them i used speed play shimano look and time i think look was probably my favorite was my favorite too yeah yeah but, either, but that's personal preference jump
1: on guys tell us your thoughts yeah speed play seems to be really popular um they do the wear and tear isn't great on them though i feel like look lasts for em- yeah um but the speed play too you can usually get your foot further fed- further forward on the pedal so then you're the 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 big bone on your foot that's supposed to be the center of the crank like sits a little bit more forward so that's it that's good too but then the surface area is a question so that's why we will ask Ivan that one wherever
0: you feel most powerful wherever you feel most comfortable well let's say comfortable first powerful look, second we have a lot
1: of looks here um yeah look 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 Keo Carbon oh yeah they're re- actually they're my favorite the look here carbons are my
0: favorite. I don't know if they had carbon in my day. Siri <laughs> yeah. had, look so had I these loved
1: pedals, it. and I swear to God, they, they weighed about like 10
0: pounds. <laughs> it was so heavy. I remember <laughs> I had my um, my uh, toe covers for the winter because I was training in Switzerland or Colorado. And I'll never forget, I was in Cancun, Mexico, getting ready to race a World Cup. And people were like, do you have toe warmers on your shoes i'd forgotten to take them off i had them on like all season going into cancun i almost raced with them on yeah, i know i saw i remember that little embarrassing imbe- yeah. we all do little silly things guys i know i know
1: the. i know what you're saying chris about the um the cleat having the surface area but it's still got that movement so there's more room for movement with the speed play being such small diameter i don't know but i i also would say chris like don't change it if it's working if you've been riding them for 20 years soon as you change up a pedal and you've been successful and if they felt good for that long sometimes it can cause niggles i used to get like i like um tfl issues and like little post tib issues when i change pedals i would not actually change it i wouldn't listen to us talking about look because if that hasn't caused you any issues you could get little niggles it's totally not worth it don't change something that's working guys So don't leave us okay guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see uh yep 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 us oh yep she's on board with that. Toe covers. <laughs> okay, well I think that's all.
0: Guys, great questions. Yeah. Thank you for those questions. It really um helps us do what we want to do, which is provide you with great information and and value. So we love you all so much. Um, thank you for being you. If you there's any more questions, is, we have 20 day. people
1: on tonight. That's amazing. Let us know if there's any more questions, you guys. Uh, the 10K will start Monday. I'm apologizing um, in advance for not being organized enough. We've had a
0: little bit going on, but we're going to start the 10K. And I might start running on Monday too because I get my pulmonary function test on Thursday. And if things look great, I am starting running with you on Monday. Can't if your
1: pneumonia is gone. Yeah, it is. Well. We, we actually it is that's a good way to the positive attitude is gone so yeah we're gonna start it on monday and we're gonna maybe plan a little olympic race sometime soon but um we have to be really organized to do that we want to make sure we're always adding value so the 10k will start monday and we're are we doing six week block
0: what did you say we were doing? What do you guys think?
1: Four week block? Yeah, they're four all week block? Because they're do a vote. already so fit. Let's do a vote, guys. Four week block or six week block? I think a four week block. Me if you too. want a four week block, till the 10K, put, yep, put it up too. there. Let's do a vote with the 20 people that are on. Four week block or six week block? So who wants a four week block? If you want a six week block, put six. If you want a four week block, write four. Let's see. And let me clear Aww, something look. up here.
0: I'm not Nancy gonna be more, six. I'm not gonna be running a ten K in four weeks. I'm gonna be running my mile. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. so you all know. No, two people have already said six. <coughs> okay, four. six four. Okay,
1: we got oh. two to six, one to four. Oh, let's see. Another okay, we're even now. One each. Oh now it's three, two. Now it's six week. Oh now it's three all.
0: One more. Oh six. four four
1: four three. Oh, oh four all. Even. One more vote, guys. Oh, five, four. Six, four, six, five. Oh wow
0: <laughs> okay guys Whatever. we'll decide and she, we will let you six, know five siri said four well no but i want to give people the time that it's they not, need six big... weeks there's more sixes here six why don't we weeks, do two guys?
1: why don't we do two we could do
0: two we could do an 8k in four weeks and a 10k
1: mm. in six
0: weeks or we could just go let's do it in seven uh five, five weeks, weeks five
1: weeks five weeks five weeks okay we're gonna do halfway through that was brilliant Ugh, five week block five week block to your 10k and dan's yep. gonna put up hopefully um people to enter their. let's not even enter our times. No. let's just enter it i don't want you to enter your time it's too no. much pressure yeah i know vonzi loves to do that but we'll also do um we're gonna do some um little giveaways too some little prizes so If you really improve, we don't really necessarily mean if you win in your age group, but we're going to do some little prize giveaways as well for that this
0: time. The goal is that you say, I felt better than I've ever felt. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel so proud of myself. I went out, I gave it everything I had, and I celebrated." Yep. Okay, five-week block. Five weeks. Can't wait. We
1: love you guys. 33.14. That's the goal time for Siri. (laughs) That's her her
0: PR, is it? For my mile? thirty-three. Uh, Your best ten k was
1: 33, thirty three forty something. 40, okay. All right, guys, we love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi there, Cam. Here again. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, if you want to join these chats live and get access to all the other great benefits of Team Serious Tri Club, you can do so by joining the club at teamserioustriclub.com.